What's up, everybody? Welcome to the KF Podcast. This is the Pop Culture Weekend Review. Good job. I want to say thank you for listening. You just stumbled across us on the interwebs. Check us out at kfpodcast.com and all your other, uh, the KF Podcast and your other social media needs. Also check us out uh, on your favorite uh, podcasting app. Like Stitcher. Oh, we're on Stitcher now. Or Blueberry. Or iTunes. iTunes. Or, or YouTube. Wherever. I prefer you go to kfpodcast.com just listen to it there. Yes. But, you know, you do whatever you want. You get all the money do. that way. <laughs> <laughs> all the nickels. Uh, all the money. Today's May 3rd. Today is May 3rd. Thank you for listening to us on the Facebook preview if you're doing that. If yeah. not, happy Star Wars Day. If not, I don't know yes. how to tell you. Yeah. That looks real low, the sound volumes. Nah, it always looks like that, but it's good to go. All right. We'll turn the microphone. Uh, this is probably things we should do before. Yeah, before. but you know, it wouldn't okay. be us if you didn't have this kind of weird shit going on like this. All right. So, um, before we begin, I want to give a quick shout out. Shout out, not a shout out. Shout out. Fuck you. I'm gonna give a shout out. Shout out. Okay. Friend of the show, my buddy John Boot. I got married this weekend. I want to say congratulations to him and his wife. Um, I'll share a little story about that on the show. He's not very good at fantasy football. He's yeah. not, but you know. He got married again, sucker. Uh, he's a twofer, like me now. So. If you don't know what he looks like, just picture Christian from the WWE. Looks <laughs> That's just like look like Christian from he the does. WWE. That's true. But way hotter. <laughs> way hotter. All right. So today on the show, um, we're going to discuss Endgame again because you know, a movie of that big, you kind of got to discuss it two weeks in a row. Not that we don't have a whole room of idiots joining us. Oh, uh, we just have four idiots now. Yeah, they have four idiots. <laughs> so we're going to get into that and some bullshit YouTube theories and Facebook theories about that. Um, there was a Sonic the Hedgehog trailer. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so goofy, but we got to talk about it. Um, Ken always likes when we talk about F. Gary Gray. F. Gary Gray's in the news again. Why does everybody want to F. Gary Gray? <laughs> I don't know Gary Gray over there. <laughs> Um, in TV show news, we got to break down the battle of Winterfell from Game of Thrones, yes. which was pretty epic. We'll get into that a little bit, and some other um, Hulu Marvel news coming out, which which I find very interesting. Um, we got Lego news and toy news, always, always Lego news. Uh, I'm not sure if we have any video game news, but uh, we can free, talk about Pokemon Go. We can. We got free comic book day. We'll discuss that and some other news, and then in sports. The return of John Moxley. Yeah. What's this mean? I'm interested in that. AKA Gene Ambrose. So This must be Dean's brother. It is. Check us out That's over Ron on um, SoundCloud and all your other favorite apps. Ron Foxley. Don Foxley. Moxley. Bye. Hey, you're still here. You're still here. So. Thanks. How's everybody been this past week? Busy, busy, busy. Yep. Sick. Justin's sick. I saw the cheese on Saturday night. Ooh, I love Sprinkled a little cheese on, on my family. On, on <laughs> 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 he came up for the night. We picked him up, took him to the airport. Um, it was pretty funny because uh, his plane got delayed to stay in a hotel. He had like a little a little vacation. from little his, little like 23-hour vacation. Mm-hmm. Little cheese It was vacation. good, though. It was good to see him. He's moving back in a couple weeks. I'm sure everybody's excited. Yes. I'm excited. And then he'll be live, and then we can, like, tickle him on and touch him. Oh, so many tickles. Throw things at him. You're going to make him not want to come back. Beat him with a chair. Um, I wanted to tell a quick little story. I went to this wedding this past weekend at the Hotel Conneau. This is up in Meville, PA. Okay. The Hotel Conneau's claim to fame 
is that it's all haunted. That the whole hotel, all the rooms are haunted. That's like how they sell it. It looks like a fucking ghost town, first of all, when you go there. It looks like where they filmed The Walking Dead, is what I kept saying. <laughs> Have you ever been to that park? Not in like 30 years. I mean, it's terrible. It, it's just so terrible. It's so run down, but you know, it's still, they still have. What's the roller coaster they had? The Blue the Street. The Blue Street. Yeah. And it's like barely held together. It's held together with duct tape. I mean, <laughs> it, it still it, runs? It, it still runs. My kids <laughs> run it, ride on it every summer. You know? Down streak. <laughs> so this room that we stayed in had like a connecting hallway, and a, a friend of mine and his wife stayed here. But I had the lock on my door, so I could unlock and go into their room at any time I wanted, but they couldn't come into mine. So like who? Unless, if you're if someone's staying over there that you like you don't know because we knew each other obviously we didn't keep it locked we didn't care yeah. but I'm like how odd of a room setup is that if yeah. someone could just come in and kill you in the middle of the night steal your stuff it was very strange but the I guy, think it was right to killing them right to killing or rape <laughs> uh, but the guy at the front desk is real big on the ghost stuff trying to like sell you on it mm -hmm. so like after the wedding he's talking to us and he's like they had these books that look like they made them with PowerPoint. And they were like stapled together, selling them for twenty dollars a book. It's like something wow. that they made at Kinko's. Obviously, it's black and white pictures. And he would be like, "See this picture right here?" And it'd just be like a picture of a dark room. He's like circled in red. And he's like, "See that dark spot? That's like a ghost." And I was like, "No, it's not." And like, of course, everyone drunk, like my wife and everybody, was like, "Oh, oh, oh we want to go in that room." And he's like, "See this picture? You could clearly see a hand." And I was like, no, I don't see it at all. I was like, I don't see any of that. And he's like, I'm going to show you a video that I took five years ago. This is kind of scary. I don't want to scare you, but I'm going to show you it. And it's him real quick moving his camera like across the, uh, like the banquet hall. And he, and he pauses it and you just see a top of like a head. And he's like, see that head? There's just like a little boy in there. I was like, this is someone sitting there. This is someone sitting in the banquet hall. And he ran the camera over her head. I was like, this is such bullshit. And he's like, sir, I'm telling you, you're going to see something that's going to freak you out. I said, you've been here for 20 years. You've never got a normal picture, just like a regular photo. He's like, no, that's not how it works. You know, you get black spots. and <laughs> That's not how it works. Yeah, you know, I was like, okay. Well, this is all. He's and right, though. Everybody else was believing it. I was like, this is just fucking nonsense. It's, yeah. It's just, you know, $20 for a hand, for a pamphlet that tells you stories about people got murdered in this room. It's like, why are so many people getting killed in this house? They're just dying on the blue streak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How much murder was happening in, the, in, the, in here? It's so weird. He's like, we used to be a lot bigger, then there was a fire. And everybody's like, oh, what was this like a couple of years ago? I was like, that was 100 years ago. <laughs> I was like, all right, well. <laughs> why, I mean, they could have expanded in those 100 years. 100 years? You'd never add it on to re back or rebuild it? Like, it was an odd place, but, you know, it was fun. We had a good time. Anyway, that's what's going on with me. Justin, you're, what's going on with you? Nothing. Just been sick all week. Um, had to fly sick. I did have two good flights, though. I um I paid to upgrade to um like the top end of the economy seats, Ooh. and then because it was like nineteen bucks a, an upgrade for two for two it's like thirty five bucks so, and then the seat next to me on both flights was empty, so I had like all the leg room in the world and nobody sitting next to me. It was nice. fantastic. So many farts. <laughs> How long was a flight? <laughs> You had two flights. You had a layover. Yeah, it was one was like an hour and a half. The other one was like an hour and five minutes. So it's pretty good. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. All right. How about you, Rock? Anything exciting? The baby's teething, so she's been miserable. But uh, and this is the typical end of the school year stuff for me. Have to be three places at once all day. 
and loads of fun. But that's about it. School's almost over. Yes. Can't believe it. Anything, anything new and exciting in your world? Nope. Just no? work. Just work a lot? Yep. Nothing yeah. crazy. Alright, so let's, we're ready to jump into the nerd stuff then. Yes. Let's do it. Alright, so the weekend box office numbers are in and they're What's great. a box office? Box office. I can't talk today, so if you're going to call me out on everything, this is going to be a long show. <laughs> the so, box office! So, um, guess what was the number one movie that came out this weekend? Avengers. No, it was The Curse of La, 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 La Rona. It made yeah, $8 million. <laughs> no. Avengers Endgame made $357 million domestically. Eh. It made $1,447,000,000 worldwide. So is it going to beat Avatar? Unless Most likely. Unless it just completely fizzles out. Because, I mean, Avatar is what? Like, the worldwide total for Avatar is like Two. $2,600,000,000, something like that. Yeah, it's hot. Like Endgame or Infinity War came within like I think five hundred million of it. I think it'll do it. But this they, is off to a hell of a start. They need to re-release this later. Like we're at least Endgame and uh, like Infinity War together back to back. Like, yeah, release so, them in the fall. Yeah. That's what Avatar did. It kept re-releasing yeah. it yeah. three times. Is how it made all that money with sixteen dollar three. Same with Titanic. Take it, yeah, yeah. Same with Titanic. But uh, James Cameron's a cheater. I mean, Christ, this blew bitch. out. This uh, weekend domestic total blew everything away, right? It was a, it was like a hundred million more than in, than Infinity War. Yeah, the closest. Um, well, it it doubled Infinity War's worldwide opening weekend. Yeah, more than doubled. Infinity War's worldwide opening weekend was only like six hundred forty million dollars. That's it. Which I don't understand because it's like they're two of the same movie. It's Part one, part two. Like, why did more people care about Endgame than they did? Well, the conclusion, they wanted to see how it ended. Like, everybody who saw Infinity War over time. Yeah, yeah okay. it might be. And I, I think the other thing that helped this was this was the widest opening in a single weekend in history. Yeah. Like, they, they opened this everywhere the same weekend, where most movies... Might open two. Might have opened like a week before in yeah. China or something like that. Everything yeah. opened the same weekend. That's true, and it was crazy. Um, the other thing was Captain Marvel came from all the way down <laughs> to like seven up to number two with eight million because people who couldn't so, get an Endgame went to see Captain Marvel, or yeah, or the ones who skipped it. Like, oh, maybe that's important to yeah, see that. Maybe it's important now. And then I think it's funny, this movie, The Curse of the Lord Rona, it was released at the same time and made $8 million, which isn't bad, considering... Yeah. I've never even heard of this movie, but, you know... It's probably another walk-up. Uh, oh, I can't see Endgame. Well, what's new? The Curse of the Lord Rona. There you go. I, I think this is part of um, that one... Uh, like the Annabelle series, that yeah. creepy no. um, oh, okay. haunted doll. I think it's part of that, like, whole... All right. Obviously, they didn't realize what other movie they were going up against that weekend. Well, I mean, you still got to have other options. Yes. Like, I mean, it's, but this movie seemed like everybody and their mother went and saw it. You know what I mean? People who were, like, like sports sites are talking about it. You know, like, I was watching ESPN First Take, and they were talking about it. Well, Disney know? owns ESPN. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> but, uh, you know, everyone was talking about it. Like... Jocks, nerds, whoever. It was a movie for cats and dogs. Cats and dogs. <laughs> it's crazy. So let's do some uh, Avengers talk about it. Um, 
One of the things that stuck out with me seeing it for the second time, and I've seen a couple articles on this. Remember, I didn't really understand Captain America's time stuff that he did. And according to the Russo brothers, he created an alternate reality for himself when he was back in time. Yeah. And he lived in this other alternate reality. But somehow was able to not even time jump, but reality jump over into the main reality to give the shield to Sam. Which doesn't make any sense to me. Like, well, the quantum realm, you're allowed, you're allowed to jump realities now, too, in it? I, I don't know. Like, I, I didn't well, get she, the ancient one said, if, as long as the stones were returned to their rightful spot in time, that everything would go back to normal. Maybe he just waited to put that last one back, is my theory. The uh, one that him and Tony had to go back and get. And also, what I didn't think about even last week when we talked about this on the podcast is, he completely wiped existence out of people that were born. Because Peggy Carter married a guy that Captain America saved. <laughs> yes. And they had a family together. But he went back and fixed it later. And then he, he just <laughs> he, did. he just completely took that guy away from her and those kids never exist. To me it was very uncapped. He created a different reality though. It's a different timeline altogether. Like that still happened in the main yeah. MCU. But because he splintered it off, this is another parallel dimension. I feel like, though, that that's very uncapped characteristic. You know what I mean? Like, he's not the kind of guy to, like, be that, like, take personal gain. You know what I mean? To me, I right. feel like it's against his character. You know, I, 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 that's the part I didn't like. And I, I was telling Ken this earlier, is I watched Civil War again over the weekend, mm-hmm. and they had a whole storyline with him and Sharon Carter going, that they just left they did. completely They never even mentioned her She again. kissed him, they were like, he told Bucky and 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 uh, Sam, like you know, he really cares for her, and like they just were kind of like, yeah, she's probably like, where the hell did he go? Yeah. <laughs> he didn't die, but where's he at? I felt like the ending would have been much more satisfying to me if instead he would have showed up, gave Sam the sham, Sam the shield, and then left in a car with her, mm-hmm. and be like, her and I are gonna go get some of that life Tony we're talking about. Yeah, and uh, you know that way he's still around if you want to bring him back. Yeah, but with the the whole. They can re-age and de-age. Well, they can re-age, and they can also do him in another timeline. Which I think is what they might do, if enough people keep talking about this. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, we're going to show you how he put all the stones back, and how mm. that all ended. And it's a whole other franchise. They can him meeting the Red Skull, because I wanted to see that. Yeah. I'd like to see him show up on Vormir there, and he has to face the Red Skull and give yeah. him the stone, because he has to remember him. Yeah. Be like, oh, hey, <laughs> what are you doing? Didn't I kill you once already? Just putting this stone back. So that that part of it is odd to me. The timeline there, I feel they messed up on some stuff there. Yeah, I mean, I understand why they did it. But, yeah, they could have just wrote him out a different way. I think that's their thing, that they're going to have a lot of different timelines now. And a lot of different... I feel like that's going to that's gonna be the big end to the next phase. Is repairing all these timelines. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe they bring in Kang. Because didn't, didn't the ancient one say you have to give it back at the exact moment it was taken? Like, yeah. How can they do that whenever they had to like sneak and steal half of them? Only well, like, yeah. a couple of them were given to them. Well, yeah. and the other thing is he didn't bring the scepter back with him. No, he didn't have the scepter. He the stones there. The stone, he had the, stone, they, he had the stones that they were in the... But remember, Ant-Man has the scepter. He's like, get this back to... You take this back, we're going back yeah. to the Tesseract. When he brings them back, they're all in that neat little box. Uh, that's right. That's <laughs> and he didn't bring the scepter back, so you couldn't... So they I, couldn't create the Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. Well, yeah, so that timeline is, oh, is, yeah. is messed up. So that means Quicksilver isn't dead. Yeah. Because it never existed. 
I think you were on to something last week, Ken, whenever you said... What? Stop! <laughs> Brock just agreed with me and said that it gave me some credit for something. <laughs> oh, never mind. <laughs> they might have been Rob. No. <laughs> Where I think they're going to use Loki having the, the space stone to jumpstart mutants. Not right away, but later on, because it's already given two people power. So maybe yeah. that's what his TV show's about? Yeah. And he ends up creating a mutant race from mm-hmm. it? In 2012? Yeah, because we don't know what happened to him. He yeah. just disappeared. Yeah, I mean, obviously he's going to have something <laughs> And he had the space there. stone. He could have gone anywhere he could. He knew of. Yeah. So. He's right. going to the Disney Plus show. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, there's a lot of things that spin out from there. I just feel bad for poor Sharon Carter. <laughs> <laughs> She's probably like... She'll hook up with uh, Bucky, maybe. The cat make it back? Is he okay? Yeah. Oh, he wouldn't be old in the past with your aunt. <laughs> and, and married yeah. her. Like, what? Well, he never confirms that he married her. He had a ring on his finger. And he said... Uh, I don't even know if they acknowledged who he married, though. No, he said, do you want to tell me about that? And he said, no, no, I don't. And it wasn't her. What if he wasn't Sharon Carter? It was the guy from the scene at the beginning. <laughs> oh, the gay guy? Yeah. That, oh, that, that was one of the Russo. That was one of the Russo. Yeah. That would have been great. It's like, I went and uh, switched teams. I'm banging this dude. I like that guy. I was the guy that went on the, da- on the date with him. Well, a lot of people are saying that, you know, Peggy Carter, people with stupid theories, you know, she never had, they never told you who her husband was. Maybe it was always him. I'm like, no, she literally said, you rescued my hu- You rescued this guy, the man I would later marry. Yeah. He didn't rescue himself. Right. What was the bullshit YouTube theory you heard? That um, there's a couple subtle hints to X-Men stuff that I don't think we even picked up on last week. But whenever they went back and to get the uh, was it the Mind Stone that Tony and Cap went back to like the 70s for? The Tesseract. Yeah. So it was a space space gem yeah. stone that. Uh, Peggy Carter says on the phone, I haven't heard back from Britain from Agent Braddock in a while. So that's that could be Captain Britain, Psylocke, whoever. Okay. She said that? Braddocks. I didn't even pick up on that. Yeah. And then, I guess, on the, the memorial wall, is there was a bunch of new mutant names. Ah, okay. That whenever... Uh, Scott Lang was looking. I was going. So I was trying so hard to read those names. You know that there was. You know. What was it? Our Danny Moonstar. No, she wasn't one of them. It was more obscure, like what names that people wouldn't know, like Sunspot's real name. They should have listed everyone from the Fox X Men movies to explain why they don't <laughs> exist in the Marvel universe. Uh, but that was just a couple that I saw. There's all. There's all kinds of stuff out my, there. My theory fell short that uh, Hugh Jackman was going to be in the movie just as Hugh Jackman. Yeah. <laughs> that didn't happen. Maybe his name was on there. Maybe Hugh, just Hugh, Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Okay. Uh, Justin's theory that he saw on Facebook. Do you want to talk about that one? Which oh, the one that I caught. I, I yeah. Um, tagged you guys. It so apparently somebody some eagle-eyed, multiple-viewing session person saw that Ben Mendelsohn was in the uh, the hallway of the school at the end when Peter meets up with um, his buddy, uh, indicating that Talos is in Peter's school, which is could lead to Secret Wars, could lead to them just coming back to Earth and hiding out on Earth. Yeah, he's the principal. 
It would but make yeah, sense. he was like the principal or something. It would make sense for them to come to Earth. They're already their numbers are so small. And then they get cut in half. They knew Earth was a safe haven before. Yeah. Like whatever scrawls were left could have just shown up. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how people spotted them because in a little image you can't tell who it is. Maybe in the big no, IMAX screen to see. you can see it or whatever. And that was also recorded with somebody's phone. Yeah. That's that's a bit of a stretch that one. Speaking of recorded with somebody's phone, did you guys see that um, some Filipino television station broadcast the, a full bootleg of, of Endgame on their TV network? Yeah, I saw Really? That. On their TV network? <laughs> yeah. And yeah. like, oh, we don't know how this happened. Like, you run the TV network. <laughs> <laughs> and they get, awesome. Are they getting sued? Apparently, apparently, but not by Disney. Apparently, they're getting sued by some local movie, net, movie chain. Like, movie... Uh, cinema because <laughs> the cinema lost money from ticket sales because the TV network just broadcast. That's funny. You're watching this horrible phone bootleg version of it, too. That's fantastic. Like, you guys want to stay home and watch TV tonight? Endgame's on. <laughs> Commercial <laughs> free. How many TVs are in the Philippines? <laughs> How many people are watching it? Yeah. Because it's not that they can advertise it. Yeah. Yeah. All of a sudden, you're like, That's holy pretty- shit! It's on. <laughs> it's pretty funny. So, what else? You got anything, Ken? You want to talk about this movie? Anything that bothered you? Anything you, you thought about more? No. Are we I talking about so. this on the YouTube later too? Well, we're talking about the future of the MCU moving forward. No, I don't think I have any other issues with it. I gotta see it again. I gotta see it again too. I gotta take my wife. I tell you what, that battle scene still is probably one of the coolest things I've seen in a movie in a long time. It is really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's, it's amazing. It is. It's pretty, pretty cool. I took my sister the second time, and even when she saw Captain America with the hammer, I didn't know he could do that. I'm like, yeah, he can. <laughs> like, it's a new thing. It's, it's good. It's a good thing. It was definitely my favorite moment. How about you, Justin? Anything else on this movie? I don't think so. I, I just I've been seeing a lot of articles, people complaining about like the plot holes that some of the time travel like created. But yeah. I, I don't honestly I don't care. It was it was a great movie. They needed to gloss over a few things and, and hide a few things to make it to to be able to wrap it up in, in three hours. I mean, they probably could have sorted through some of the stuff that people are calling plot holes if the movie had been four or five hours long but yeah. you know they needed to make it watchable in a single sitting and yeah. I, I don't care I'm, I'm just the movie is fantastic and uh, I can't wait to see it again one other, was tough. one other yeah. thing I noticed when I watched it the second time they never really explained where the hell War Machine got his, his last armor from because his other armor was destroyed and like the visor was broken and he crawled out of it and it was all destroyed when he comes up when Giant Man pops up he's wearing a completely new suit of armor he's wearing Iron Patriot armor from the second from Iron Man 2 because it has like red but it's bulker and yeah. bigger it has red on it and everything I think yeah. now after this many movies you're just like Tony's always got extra suits yeah. this is kind of in the basement somewhere it's like yeah. pants they were at Avengers Mansion yeah so. yeah was just in there. I'm like, oh, where'd It could be nanotech, too, that just never one armor is destroyed and the other one builds itself with pieces or something yeah. stupid like that. Yeah. It's a cool-looking armor. Yeah, it is. I like him. I like War Machine in that movie. He was good. War Machine. I think still one of my favorite, like, little funny scenes in that movie was uh, Hulk eating 
tacos and gives one to Ant-Man after his tacos. <laughs> he had like 30 tacos yeah. in that thing. He just takes three out, puts it down by him, you know, <laughs> smiles and gets on the ship. Like, yeah, the second time I saw it, it's still a, a hilarious scene. <laughs> Smart Hulk is one of the, my favorite things that I've he was good. I wish he would have had more to do in the fight, like fought. You saw him do more, but he was injured. Yeah, yeah. he was very half the time too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but um, he was good. He he is definitely one of the better in that show. He is really funny. His his scene was good. I like, I like seeing it the second time, and I pee at different times. That way, <laughs> I see what I missed miss out on and what I didn't miss. All right. Well, there you go. We'll move on then from the end game. Um. More MCU news. Captain Marvel passed Wonder Woman at the box office. I don't know why I have to keep seeing that. They keep comparing these two female. Of course it's going to make more than Wonder Woman. It's part of the MCU. Why right? can't they just be... like why, do, uh, why can't we just be happy that there's two female-led movies yeah. that are doing well? I don't... Yeah. Because it's the internet and there has to be competition for everything. Yeah. There, I mean, the amount of articles that they put out, like nitpicking things and trying to start... One, The one that pissed me off today was they were... People are upset that that the gay representation in the movie wasn't enough because you know Joe Russo played that gay character and 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 I'm like that scene I didn't even think about it at all. That's how natural it was. Yeah, it was natural. When he yeah. said I date, I, you know, when I was a guy, I didn't go, oh, a gay character. I was yeah. like, oh, this is very normal in this mm -hmm. day and age. Didn't bother me. Didn't care one bit about it. Why do you have to make a huge deal about it then? And like other than I, I think the problem that. That people, I think the the complaint is, they kind of advertise the first openly gay character in an MCU movie, leading up to this, and then it was just Joe Russo in a room saying he went on a date with a guy. Well, I don't even know why I you have to advertise it to begin with. Like, just right. let it happen naturally. I, I, I totally agree. I, I think they, if anybody's complaining, I think Disney only has themselves to blame for that. Yeah, um, it's true. So, and they did, didn't really discuss anybody's sexual orientation other than Cap and. And I don't know how it's the first openly gay. Valkyrie was openly gay in Thor Ragnarok. About losing her girlfriend that died in yeah. that battle and oh, all yeah, that. That's right. But did they? I don't think they ever actually referred to her as lover or girlfriend. I think it was just well, if you someone who was close. If you to couldn't me. figure that out, then you're an idiot. Oh, I know. But <laughs> I mean, again, if you know the character, Valkyrie's openly gay in the comic. So, like, you should know that this one. If there's a girl in the battle scene that shows dying, she's upset about it. It was her lover. Like, you know. It's so stupid. But you're people, right. People won't beat over the head with it. They, yeah. they, you know, and if it's not, or if it's not enough, they get upset. And it's just, everybody wants a reason to complain on the internet. Yeah. That's true. Um, the Russo brothers, who are so busy, you know, out there... Uh, you're allowed to spoil Endgame next Monday, so when you're allowed to officially talk about it. Um, they have to let you know that Spider-Man Far From Home is set after Endgame. Well, can't we just go Doesn't watch... Doesn't that spoil it, though? Yeah, just go watch the movie. Like, yeah. Of course it is, you know. They spoiled it. I saw people complaining, how is all Spider-Man's the core cast? None of them age. I'm like, because they all got snapped. Like... <laughs> Easy. Done. And they were like, that's convenient. I'm like, well, a lot of people got snapped. Uh, all his buddies got snapped. Easy. Done. When, does, when does Ned become Hobgoblin? Ned? Yeah. Is he supposed to be Hobgoblin? Ned Leeds. Is that his name? Mm-hmm. Mm. Where is he? Was he in the, uh, the first Spider-Man movie? He's the fat Chinese kid or whatever. Oh, his name's Ned Leeds? Yeah. Oh, shit. I never ever picked up on that. He's the guy in the chair. 
He's going to become Hobgoblin. Sure. I need to slim down a little bit before he comes up. <laughs> There's two other Hobgoblins first, so he's going to... can't be on that, on that glider. <laughs> he might fall off. Technology. <laughs> Ned Leeds. Far From Home, I'm excited for. I think it'll be good. See how he's dealing with it post. Kind of like a good epilogue for it. Uh -huh. You know. I think once that ends, though, you're going to see... I think that'll have a post-credit scene. Yeah, and I don't think you're going to see any other, like, mainline Marvel Cinematic Universe movies take place past 2023 until after 2023 comes in real life. I think it's all going to be stuff that happens before. Like doing past storylines, mm -hmm. like the Shang-Chi movies before. Yeah, and the Black Widow movie will be before, obviously. What about, like, Panther and, and those ones? They could do it in they, between. They could do that, <laughs> yeah. because it wouldn't... Wakanda's so separated from everything else. You could do something before. Yeah. yeah. But I, I really think they're going to put a lid on everything else. Same with Doctor right. Strange. He could have a storyline yeah. going on beforehand, too. Mm -hmm. Fighting Baron Mordo and all that. Well, the other thing they... Well, no, that would be kind of... I was going to say they could do something like from when those characters were snapped. Because, I mean, Peter even says when he meets Tony, he's like... I just woke up and Doctor Strange was there and I didn't know what to do. And he was like, but the, It was so instantaneous <clears throat> for them. The snap was instantaneous for them. They didn't miss a beat. Because he oh, said okay. we were on that planet, they got snapped, and he's like, Then all of a sudden, Doctor Strange was there telling me it's been five years and started doing a circle of shiny things. It was like that for them. There was no, like, they were sitting mm -hmm. in a world, you know, because they didn't exist. They weren't anywhere, like, in another, in heaven or wherever. They, like, wiped them out of existence, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, you're right. They could do be, a lot of prequel stuff. Because it'd be tough to really keep a good storyline going because you're going to keep pushing yourself further and further into the future. Yeah. So. Uh, eventually, they're going to stop talking dates, though. It's very important in this last It was very though. important in this one, but I think they're just going to get away from dates. Well, so what? Endgame, or Avengers happened last year, the first movie? Yeah, Infinity War, yeah, happened in 2018. So... In five years, yeah, so 2023. Yeah. Or, you know, you start going into other dimensions. All that kind of shit. We'll just stop talking about it. Yeah. yeah it's current year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No dates. You don't need dates. All right. I think we wrapped this one up pretty good. Um, you ready for some exciting DCU news? Yes. Um, I don't know what's going on with Suicide Squad 2, but they keep casting the stupidest people <laughs> for this movie. I mean, now there's going to be a rat catcher character. Or well, rat catcher? Let's yeah. go get rat catcher's first appearance. And now they're doing a female rat catcher, and then they're doing Polka Dot Man. Way to ruin the, the lineage of rat catcher. <laughs> I don't know who rat catcher is. Neither do I. Justin, do you know who rat catcher is? Nope. I, apparently, she's like the Pied Piper, she controls an army of rats. I think she was actually on um, Flash once. I, I think you're right. Dumb. It's a ripoff of the Rat King. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, Polka Dot Man is uh, the nerdy computer guy from Ant-Man. T.I.? No, his the, the Russian-accented dude. Yeah. Oh. Interesting. Who's been in a lot of different... Uh, He's been on Gotham before and a couple other movies and stuff. Okay. He's playing Polka Dot Man, one of the stupidest characters ever. I mean, I, I don't know. This Suicide Squad movie sounds like a load of crap. It's going to be amazing. He's going to turn all these characters into household names at James Gunn. Yeah. James Gunn's good at that. 
He's gonna rock a raccoon, these bitches. Um, it happened again, me running into stupid fans that don't know anything. So one uh, guy, so one guy was like, John looked in the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> sitting there listening to um, people talk before the movie, okay. and the one guy said again, "Ah, uh, first, this is the first thing he says. James Gunn's doing Suicide Squad. He's redoing it." Maybe he's going to make a crossover with Guardians. <laughs> I was like, no. Right, that ain't going to happen. One's Warner Brothers. One's Warner. Like, so I just listened to it from that. And he was like, that'd be cool. Like having Deadshot and Star-Lord in the same movie. And this guy's like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay. I like, I want to step in. But I'm like, yeah. Like, so I just listen. You know, like, okay. And then he's like, well, you know, this is it for these movies. They ain't making any more. Stan Lee's dead. He can't write no more. I'm like, here we go with Stan Lee. Uh, like, I want to wear a shirt that says, Stan Lee has nothing to do with the MCU. Yeah. Nothing to do with it. And they're like, yeah, that's right. He died. So who's going to write these? He's like, I don't know if they're going to be any good without Stan Lee writing these movies anymore. And I'm like, ugh. And then, like, I just ignored it one more time. Then I heard the worst. If that wasn't the worst, then the worst game. Because then he's like, I kind of know the ending already. You know, I kind of heard it. And I was like, what? It's He's like, Deadpool kills Thanos. It's a secret, though. Deadpool's in this movie. Kills Thanos. Deadpool, I went to scream and Deadpool ain't in this fucking movie. You dumbass. None of this stuff you're saying. Where are you getting this information from? The KF podcast. <laughs> and guess what shirt he had on? Deadpool. Deadpool. I was going to say Harley Quinn. Um, With a Batman hat. I'm not surprised. That pretty much sums it up. If you have a Deadpool shirt on, you've never read a comic book. Yeah. Justin, you have a Deadpool shirt? Not on, but I have a Deadpool shirt. <laughs> Not on. It's just so bad. How many comic books do you read, Justin? I read quite a. I read probably the first thirteen or fourteen weeks of uh, Rebirth, like yeah. seven or eight or ten different titles. Online or did you buy them? You no, bought I bought them. them. I've got them in that box at home. That box, I know. That's right. Yeah. It's, it's not a lot. Shut up, Ken. And he read a but lot. I read of a comic book. <laughs> <laughs> Shut your face. <laughs> yeah, Ken, shut your face. <laughs> All right, let's go to other movie news. Who saw the Sonic the Hedgehog trailer? I did. Oh, my God. Did you see it? Oh, yeah. I've watched, I've watched it a couple times. Go actually. ahead. Your thoughts on it. It looks horrible. Not even as, a, like, the way that Sonic looks standpoint. Like, the movie just looks dumb. Like, yeah. So he came from, like, an alternate reality? He came through a coin. Or a ring. The That's gold not how ring. they work. The currency. Well, I don't know how... I, like, I was actually thinking about that, because he does... They do... No, he does run past the sign sometimes. Sometimes the ring spins at the end, and he can go through what it. What did he hit? What did he run into that made that big, like, EMP pulse? He's just running, and he, like, hits a, an invisible wall. Maybe that's when he hits, like, super fast. Yeah, uh, That's when he broke the sound barrier. And it was like, boom, and everything went out. <laughs> he was never that fast. No. He, I mean, I know they're trying to make a hedgehog live action, but, like, it just doesn't look right. Like, it's... I was just reading on Twitter, apparently because of the backlash of everyone making fun of it, they're going to go back and reimagine, like, they're going to change the way it looks. Really? Movie. Yeah. So they're going to redo all that CGI they paid for to make this work. I don't think it's worth it, because I don't think anyone's going to go see it anyway. No one's going to see this to enjoy it. And then Jim Carrey is just being like Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. <laughs> like, he's going, I'll write it. And, oh, I remember yeah, like, all like, those things. No, like, I, I was like, wow. Being he... like that again, I'm like, that's kind of odd for him. See, like, that's the Jim Carrey I like, though. I do, too. I like him better, but he is like a crazy person in real life. But, like, 
know. I watched that and I did not enjoy any of it. Like I it don't, was dumb. Yeah. The story makes no sense. It looks stupid. Like I can't even tell what they're trying. Is that to James Marsters? Is that Cyclops? It's Cyclops. Yes. yes. And someone, <laughs> I saw someone on Twitter say, "How many times does James Marsden have to be in like a live action like?" movie with like a puppet animated. or something animated and lose and be the sidekick so there's like a buddy movie there's some other there's like four this is fourth movie he likes these with obviously. like a live action animatronic thing <laughs> yeah well and he did multiple of those fucking hops movies yeah that was one of those <laughs> enchanted enchanted what is hops are we the bunny partner or whatever yeah yeah it's about the easter bunny or something and like is there that. a dog one that he's with too there's another one it, sh- it shits jelly beans i was so stunned by it yeah i thought it like, was gonna be like a video like the video game it was just no you know it reminds me of it reminds me of masters universe from the 90s yeah I, it was so strange like i was like what is going on here? And now is there a Dr. Robotnik in everyone's universe? Because they show Jim Carrey in our world and he's got like weird mask tech where shit comes out of other shit yeah. and like doing stuff. And then they show you him in the old oh, style. And it looks like the video game. Yeah. So I'm like, did he leave his time to go to this time? Because... And grow a mustache. <laughs> yeah, like I don't His know. tech was cool. The car did, that's like what masks would be like. Yeah. Car coming out of another car. And and that, that pisses me off because they're putting money into this fucking shit. <laughs> they can't even get a Hasbro universe. I don't together. know who this appeals to. Because Nobody. like, I played Sonic, but like, I don't want a Sonic movie. But I, like my kid, my like, I, like someone Alex did. My son's nine. He's like, I don't. <laughs> I don't like Sonic. Who's Sonic? Who's Sonic? <laughs> like, I don't, you know. is he from Smash Bros? Yeah, I mean they've seen him in there, but like that's not who they're into. You know what I mean? Like. I just don't see how you, like, because Sonic does have kind of a rich mythos, and you're like, all right, all that shit, fuck it. We're going to pull him out and hang, hang out with Mark James Marsden. We'll just make an animated. Well, the, the story was that Robotnik enslaved all these animals to yeah. control his machines, and Sonic was rescuing them. Yeah. And he's collecting the Chaos Emeralds to get rid of them. Yeah. Get rid of Robotnik, but now it's just like I wonder if they're gonna have the Chaos Emeralds, and whenever you got all the Chaos Emeralds, you turn into Super Saiyan Sonic. <laughs> they're gonna have tails and uh, knuckles. Knuckles. Can't wait to see what they look like. And what was the chick? <laughs> Sally. So then there's like, knuckles was yellow, wasn't it? He was red. Yeah, he was an Akita. Who who, uh, who was tails then? He was yeah. a double-tailed fox. He was was he yellow? He was yeah, Miles. Brower, but his nickname was Tails. Uh, okay. <laughs> I think I only played the first one. <laughs> I really don't think I've ever played any more. You couldn't even spin dash in that one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was always very hard. And just, like, if you had any kind of like, you know, know if, you, if you had an issue focusing on shit, that, that's me. Yeah, yeah, I had a hard time with that game. I have zero interest in that movie. Yeah, it was strange. I think we should all go see it tonight. Oh, we will. We'll go make fun of it and yeah. just be stunned by it. Whatever Sonic makes eight, $24 next year, <laughs> it'll be from us. Um, so other game, video game movies being made. Uh, they're making a Saints Row video game directed by F. Gary Gray. <laughs> F. Gary Gray. Yeah. F. Gary Gray. F. Scott did, did any of you guys play Saints Row? No. Isn't it just like house show GTA? Pretty much. Pretty much. I love that he uses house show. <laughs> yeah, we're making it a thing. Um, <laughs> it, it is. It is house show GTA. It's right. not fun. Speaking of movie news that no one cares about, but Justin, he put this in here. Fantastic Beast Three set for 2021 release date. Who cares other than Justin about Fantastic Beasts and how to find them and touch them? They make a ton of money. 
Who's in this one? Johnny Depp again? Yeah, he'll be back. F. Gary Gray. F. Gary Gray. F. Scott Fitzgerald. I want these Fantastic Beast movies to turn into Pokemon. Where they're just like throwing magical balls at them and trying to catch Catching them. them. They have briefcases instead. It's very similar. It's very similar. It's just, uh, what's her face? H.R. Uh, Geiger. What's her name? That's the person who did Aliens artwork. J.K. Rowling. That's it. <laughs> I like H.R. Geiger better or whatever you call it. It's an artist. I, I, I just do initials. H.R. H.P. Lovecraft. I like that she just steals stuff. She's like, oh, we'll just throw this into the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Wizarding World. Catching a Pokemon. Yeah, it's just Pokemon. It's pretty yeah. similar now that I think about it. <laughs> it's very similar. Gotta catch them all. Fantastic beasts. <laughs> Uh, Pikachu's movie out here soon. I can't wait that next week. Is that next week? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, fuck yeah, we're seeing it. How much you want to bet it's not a luxury though? It's probably not. Movie. I don't care. <laughs> we gotta see it. That's gonna be good. Uh, speaking of movies that are not good, the franchise, the Fast and the Furious franchise, is adding John Cena to it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I saw that Vin Diesel, like, that's going to be his guy. So it's going to be The Rock and Jason Statham yeah. versus Vin Diesel yeah. and John Cena. It's Vin Diesel's amazing. getting his own guy now. He's, got, he's getting Cena. <laughs> Two years, WrestleMania tag match. Oh, Fucking call it. I, I call it. <laughs> oh, my God. The Rock God. and Statham versus Cena and, and Vin Diesel. It's, it's happening. It's happening. It's going to happen in Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Live on the WWE <laughs> Network in a spit swapping makeout map. <laughs> it's gonna be great. And WWE Super Slam. It's gonna be, it's gonna be great. Um, so this person Noah Centineoa confirms that he's playing Prince Adam in the in the He-Man Masters of the Universe movie. So this guy is small. I'm glad he said he's playing Prince Adam. And he's not He-Man. Hopefully they CGI He-Man to make him big. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I don't know, though. It's weird. Like, I watched the interview with him, and he says He-Man. But all the news outlets are saying Prince Adam. That's because he doesn't know what he's talking about. So, I, I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm He-Man. They just voicing him. Could be. Um... But yeah, I'm just excited for a Masters of the Universe movie. Hopefully they do good. C I think you got a CGI He-Man. I just hope that they bring, bring Blades back. back. <laughs> bring what back? Blades. Oh, you want Blades? <laughs> Carried all those knives and swords. Yeah. Just got beat up by He-Man. So breaking news: Peter Mayhew died. Who's that? Chewbacca, the original Chewbacca. Oh, breaking news! Da -da 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 -da. Breaking news. I guess he filmed the last Star Wars, and how old was he? He no, he hasn't. I don't think he's. I don't think he's, he's actually filmed any of the or right. any of the current yeah. ones. Yeah, he they has, turned it over. They turned it over to that younger kid, um, some who was player. the same height. Yeah, mm. he can't. He hasn't been able to stand for years. He died seventy four. Died. Looks like news broke forty minutes ago. He's got to be the oldest giant. Wow. How tall was he? I guess I'm not the Google. I can look yeah, yeah. Google. We'll, we'll we'll bring that to you later. How tall Peter Mayhew was? How tall? Was um, he? So I saw an interesting trailer today that had a great comment in the comments. Seven foot two inches. Okay, thank you. <laughs> There's a movie coming out called Crawl. Has anybody seen this no. trailer? It's a mo big movie, budget movie coming out this summer. It looks kind of cool. It's about a major hurricane that hits Florida, okay. and like these people are trapped in these homes and are flooding, and all these big alligators get into like. <laughs> Like where they're at, and start attacking them in their homes. So like all these people are like, 
it's just, like especially the alligator coming through the house and like eating this lady and they're all fighting all these alligators and stuff. They're okay. just doing like shark, like deep blue sea but with alligators. Deep you know? blue, but has like a shark. So, <laughs> so I'm looking through all of it and like um, this one guy posts a picture of the crocodile hunter going like this, and the one guy says, "I saw this movie already at the film festival." He's like, "It's really good." He's like, "At the end of it, though, they use the Infinity Gauntlet to bring back Steve Irwin <laughs> to defeat all the alligators." I laughed so hard on that. I was like, "I'm putting that in here just so I can tell that story." It, it had thousands of likes on it because people were like, "That's hilarious." Steve Irwin back. So it was pretty funny. Um, let's move on to TV show news. Game of Thrones, Battle of Winterfell, Brock, comments on it. Didn't watch it. I heard you couldn't see anything because they filmed it in the dark, so they had to spend money on it. It was very... Nah, they spent some money on this. Oh, it's... They yeah. tricked you. They it really was, did. It was intense. It was intense. Uh, the darkness didn't bother me about it. Okay. I mean, I don't under... Like, people were complaining about it. All I did was hit brightness on my TV and up to brightness a little bit, and I could see fine. Like... Um. And I think one of the creators of it said, it's not my fault that people don't know how to control the brightness on their TV yeah. to figure that out. It's, like, so easy to do. But uh, did you do that on yours? I, I had to, but for me, it washed the, it, it did wash out the color. Um, it, the, the cinematographer was bitching that, again, that people don't know how to control their TV. The way they filmed this, people were supposed to watch this on, like, a $5,000 ultra 4k tv in an absolutely pitch dark room that was how the, the cinematographer wanted everybody to watch this show how many people are going to sit down on a sunday night and do that for game of thrones episode i um, actually watch game of thrones without the lights off like yeah i do too. i watch like, it in the dark it's like watching a movie theater like i want to enjoy it i don't not, know not I, an expensive tv but i thought the darkness of it gave it an eeriness because you never really got to see just how big that army was yeah you could hear them coming and I know it felt like that suspense. Like when they finally started running in, you're just like, "Holy shit, they're that close!" Like, yeah. you know, it, I feel it added to the mystique of if you're gonna fight a a, a guy called the Night King and his army, you, you know, they're coming at night. They're not gonna come in broad daylight where they it's came during the day, where it's easy for you to see. Uh, but I thought it was excellent. It was a great episode. Yeah, it was fantastic. It was. It was so well done. Um, what did you think? Were you upset with them killing the Night King that quickly? Um, not really, but it kind of makes me wonder where they're going now. Um, they're I mean, they lost... What? I mean, the story has always been about the battle for the throne. Yes. That, oh, yeah. That's yeah. the main story. And the Night King and all that was like Bran Stark's side story. It was a side story. It wasn't always yeah. the main. The main thing is the Game of Thrones, the battle for the throne. And my thing is... If they were going to fight Cersei first and eliminate her and save the Night King for last, they'd destroy Cersei. With the dragons and the Dothraki and that whole army and all they have, they were way too much for her, even with that golden army. So like, tip like typical Game of Thrones, <laughs> they wiped that all out. Now they're the underdogs again, because you know they love being the underdogs. Jon Snow's always an underdog. Like, how are they going to win this battle? So now Cersei got the upper hand, and it's going to be like... Oh, we're going to get killed. We don't have that. Because they wiped out that entire army oh. of 20,000 guys in seconds. 16, yeah, 16,000 Dothraki, like 8,000 Unsullied, possibly one of the dragons. They have a like, scene where this army, and they're like these horse-riding, horse warriors. 
They're like the toughest. Now these warriors aren't horses riding no. themselves. They're riding. They're not. They're horse lords because they ride horses. They're real good at it. They're out in the desert. They're and real they have, good at horse. Lords. And they have a huge army. Like they're the scariest army in the whole. For eight years, they're like the army that wipes out everybody. The opening scene with them fighting this army of zombies. Shut up. It's yes. almost like you described when Optimus Prime rides Grimlock. Like horse lord, horse riders. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. No, I'm done. No, come on. I'm done. I lost my train of thought. You're talking about the Dothraki horde and how big you, they you were. You tell it. I lost my train. I know what you're trying to get at. Well, so the Dothraki horde, there's like 16,000 horse soldiers. Careful how you say it. Careful how you say it. I know. And you just, they have um, the, the red priestess lights, uses magic and lights all their swords on fire. So you just see this giant group of, of soldiers riding into the darkness with fire swords. And then all of a sudden, just like the fire just starts disappearing and the entire army just gets wiped out yeah. in like two minutes like six minutes. not even that it was like 30 gone. seconds they were gone it yeah. was so it was, it was <coughs> terrible I mean I, I don't like to I thought that was so stupid that they chose to do that I'm, I'm not like the, the writers chose to do that but as far as a battle plan why would you charge into the dark woods like that like what what are, I would have held them back and like stayed behind that firewall Burn that trench, you know. No, was gonna steal my <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know why. I don't understand it. Like, they kind of like didn't. I don't feel they thought that that out too well. You know what I mean? No, no. I whoever came up with that battle strategy is the worst it's, battle strategy. It's Jon Snow. His battle strategy always sucks. Remember that battle of the bastards where he just ran into there and they all and they got just overwhelmed. Like he does it every single time. He's a horrible strategist, like battle. Planner. He's terrible. Like, I would have kept all those on Sully within the, the castle walls. You lost them for no reason. He's, he should have made multiple walls of fire, too. Or firewalls. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> <Dang> you, Tim. <laughs> it was just, it was bad. It, it was it was terrible. And then she kind of lost her cool with the dragons when she saw all her army get destroyed. She did lose her Yeah. But uh, what do you think about them going with Arya killing the Night King? I thought it was great. It was a surprise, for sure. Yeah, it was. It was surprising, and it was the way she did it. it you know, because there was a big thing about her learning how to do that trick a couple seasons, like when she first uh, started training. And well, she did it to Brienne last season yeah. when she was yeah. up there, and uh, Bran gave her that knife, which he obviously knew, foresaw that. So you know, because it was had, Valerian steel. And uh, yeah, I mean. I don't know how she got over there, though. <laughs> Somebody posted a thing. The ravens that he warped Kendin. into were carrying Yeah, that was you, Ken. <laughs> Carried her over. So totally what happened. Because I don't know how she got around all that. Well, she is the, you know, person with many faces or whatever. That I think that would have been cooler if she was wearing the face of one of the zombies or something, you know. Cool. And then got up and pulled it off and did it. Yeah. But her move was cool. Or it was Bran's face and she killed him. And then stabbed like yeah, yeah, she was Bran all along. But uh, I did like her line when the Red Priestess say, what do you say to the God of Death? And she said, not today. Not today. And then went and did that. I didn't know what she was going to do. I thought she was going to go like Phoenix Force or something. and like, Because <laughs> I didn't know how they were going to do that. They were all ready to die. Yeah. It was so stressful. Like It was a stressful... 80 minute show to watch it was definitely good I don't see how that can be considered the longest fight scene on television because it was so broken up with like 
you know, like the all scary the, stuff walking through the tomb. And yeah, all that. and then it ah, was. So they said it's it's the long, it's the biggest battle on cinematic television. Or I can see like people wise and like when they filmed it all together, but when you're watching it, it doesn't seem that long. Like yeah, because right? there's so much other stuff going on. You know, the next two episodes would be building towards their big battle, and then a final battle with Cersei. I feel like yeah. one one show of build up. The second to last one's the battle, and they have to have a lot of closure. There's a lot of loose ends that's got to get tied. Like who ends up where and who yeah. does what and all that stuff. Who ends up where and who? Who does yeah. what? Yeah. Yeah. I still think Jamie Lannister is going to kill his sister and be the queen's the queen slayer instead of the king slayer. We got to see the hound versus the, the hound versus brother is definitely going to happen. It's going to be a lot of that, but uh, I think the next episode will be a boring one. There'll be a lot of setup and clean up and mourning and all that stuff. Seeing who's actually ready to battle against Cersei. Who's alive. They're going to need some other people. I don't know what other troops there are to get. Like, more people in the north or other houses? I, I don't know I where you the go. North, the north's wiped out. they got to get all the other kingdoms involved in this. It's around. Yeah. I don't know. You could have, she could go back over and get those sons of... Uh, the soul cell sword guys that are protecting Essaros right now. There was like a yeah. There that would take them. that would take too long. Um, Time jumping. The Iron uh, Theon's people they're gonna hang out in the Iron Islands, so they have a place to retreat to. Yeah, there's a little bit of them. They could come. Um, there's not what many. The, what about um, uh, what is it the the airy or um, oh, uh, that little little finger fingers. The Knights of the Vale. Yeah, the Knights of the Vale. They were at Winterfell with. Oh, were they? Okay, yeah, they were there. I want to see uh, Arya's wolf Nymeria have a whole pack of wolves come help them. They should have yeah, a bunch cool. of cubs. She ran into it already. Yeah, but I want to see them come for the battle. No. Wolf pack stays. Because you still got you still got ghosts so. Yeah, it was nice to see Ghost back. Yeah. Um, how about uh, Lady Mormont's exit? That was crazy. That was good. She got picked up by a giant, squeezed, and then she stabbed the giant in the eye. You heard her bones crack. Mm-hmm. Her death is pretty good. It was a very worthy death scene. Yeah. All right, so we'll see more coming up. I'm sure we'll do a special when it ends. See how it goes from there. Probably not. Um, so moving on to other TV show news, I found this... Um, pretty cool. Um, Hulu announced that they're doing like this Hulu universe of TV shows. The first is a Ghost Rider TV show and a Hellstrom TV show. That's cool. Ghost Rider is going to be played by the same guy who did it for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but they, they're saying that it's a new iteration of him. That's fine. Which, I don't understand how he's in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but none of that matters. Different, Agents of, different timelines. Agents, yeah. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. doesn't take place no, it's just it's whatever. It's on its own. It does its own thing now. Yeah. But at least they're bringing the same kid, the same actor. He's playing, you know, um, Jamie, or what's his name? Jamie Lannister. No, what's the new Ghost Rider? Robbie Reyes. Robbie Reyes. Yeah. Robbie Reyes. Which is cool. And the Halstrom one is the Hal- is Damon Halstrom and his Damon, sister. Yeah. Fighting. Satania. Forces of evil and stuff like that. Well, I feel like Satania. Satania. Satana, I think. Zaytana? Yeah, I think it's very close to Zaytana or Zaytana. Um, I feel like she turns evil 
in the comics, so she's evil and he's good or something. It'll be cool. I think this is a good spot for uh, a Blade TV show. Yeah. New Blade. Do the supernatural type stuff. Do all them on there. This is where uh, Morbius should be. This is where Morbius should be. <laughs> nope, he's owned by Sony. Yeah, he's owned by Sony. What other dark ones they could do? There's a ton. Spirit of Vengeance type stuff. The Darkhold Redeemers. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Marvel owns that anymore. Oh, really? What does he do Punisher with his ghost guns? Oh, the ghost gun Punisher. And the, and the symbol on You could put Moon Knight on there. You could do uh, Moon Knight on there. Yeah, there by night. There's no reason to do a Moon Knight anything. He's the worst. So then, eh, people would like it on a TV show. I think it would work. People would not be better. People also think Stanley wrote the unsequel. He did. Um, so speaking to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., they put out a teaser for the new season. I think it looks completely dumb. I don't understand why this show is still on TV. They're going off to another planet again. Who? The Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And Does Coulson's there, but he's not Coulson. He's called Sarge, and he's like a robot. And, I mean, what are you doing? They're not even going to address the whole Snap stuff. No. It's just... Which doesn't make any sense, because that show tied into all the movie universes before. I mean... Winter Soldier tied in with the Hydra. They, they broke off a whole season about that. They had, um, what's her name from um, Sif. Lady Sif. She was on there. They did Dark Worlds tie-ins. All that stuff was on there. And then it's just, eh, no, it's just in space. Timelines. There's different timelines in Marvel. Yeah, but this was always you. part of the regular timeline. Well, so. that, well, it was part of the regular timeline until the timeline was messed up. Okay. Well, there you go. Can't figure it out. Um, some people are upset with this, but I didn't really mind. The Hulu or the Disney Plus channels, uh, all those shows are going to do, like the Hawkeye show and the Falcon one, they're only going to be six to eight episodes. That's fine. I don't really care. Does that bother you, Justin? No, I, I think it makes sense because some of the Marvel Netflix shows got way too long. Um, yes. So I think you know sticking to these you know shorter seasons, um, I, I think they'll be able to. I think they'll be better quality. I do instead too. of having like complete fluff episodes that make no difference. Like thirteen episodes of Iron Fist. <laughs> yeah. 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 Iron Fist needed a half an episode. Yeah. But you're right. Those were too long. Eight episodes is perfect to tell a, uh, to tell a story. Eight hour long episodes. It's like an eight hour movie. Yeah. You know, like an eight-hour movie. Four movies. Think about it. Um, other stuff that Justin added in here: Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Those two people that everybody likes. They're they're adapting. That's how you explain. <laughs> you know those people that people like. Go ahead. Sorry. The guys from Shaun of the Dead. The Cornetto trilogy. Yeah. Hot fuzz. Uh, Don's done with us. You know this? Don doesn't like when me and Brock are on the same page. He's fine with us fighting against each other, but... Justin, you want to tell this story? <laughs> Since everything I fucking say tonight is, is somehow funny or, or odd. No, heaven forbid we're having fun tonight. They're either looking at their phones or they're making fun of what I, I have the outline up on my phone, thank you very much. I can listen and talk about that. I haven't stopped talking about stuff. I'm following along. Look at it. It's right. right there. Go ahead, Justin. Tell the story. All right. Simon Pegg and Nick Frost are adapting, adapting a book series called The Rivers of London um, for TV. Apparently, it doesn't have a network attached to it yet or a streaming service, so uh, apparently they're just kind of working on it, and we'll hopefully get it somewhere where it can be good 
It'll be on Netflix. Instead of, like, network TV. Do you know anything about the series? Um, just that it's a fantasy series. I have not read it. Um, I was going to look into it. Now that knowing that these guys are going to be developing it. It's going to be so. Jack the Ripper. Well, if anyone knows about these book series, Justin reads. You read a couple of them. Yeah, I, I read a lot of this stuff, but I have not read this one, no. I saw this after uh, the notes went out, but Veronica Mars is getting a fourth season on Hulu. What? I saw that yesterday. Should be good, because they never really wrapped that up. You can sell your poster in your room. Yeah. It's available if anybody wants it. It is. You have to come take it down. <laughs> All right, that's it for TV news. Brock, toy news. There's a ton of Lego stuff, but I just narrowed it down to one thing. They're uh, introducing Braille bricks, which uh, I guess now with modern technology that vision-impaired children are not learning Braille because they're reliant on like e-book readers and things like that to read to them, so they're not as marketable in the workforce because they not everything you have is going to be available in audio. So Lego is making these Braille bricks and uh, they made them so they're just basically Lego bricks with letters printed on them, but then they also have the studs in the Braille shape of the, the actual letters. The top studs are the little... Yeah. Huh. And then they have printed letters on them too, so like you and I who can see who don't know Braille would be able to read whatever they were putting down as well. That's actually pretty interesting. Yeah, I thought it was pretty neat. They're just trying to reintroduce Braille to children because it's kind of a dying off thing. Interesting. Should be a good thing there. I won some uh, minifigures this week on an Instagram contest. Ooh. Yeah, there's a Kickstarter going on for, uh, they're called Run Amok, so like a muscle knockoff. Okay. And uh, he had the guy who's running it, his last resort toys. Had a thing if you reposted it, you could win an exclusive glow in the dark set of the figures. Okay. And he's going to draw five names randomly. And uh, he put a video, he had a random name generator of all the people. And uh, in the first five times, my name came up three times. <laughs> so technically, I should have won three times, but I won one. <laughs> they look neat. They're uh, very muscle like, goofy looking characters. The Kickstarter's only got a week left, so look it up, run a mucks. It's uh, barely going to make it, so it could use your support. <clears throat> and then... We'll just skip the rest of Toy News since nobody seems to care. <laughs> I was just waiting. I'm know. listening. Go ahead. You're just sitting there on your phone. <laughs> I was getting a phone call. I was declining a phone call. <laughs> All right, so we got next. What's uh, your, what's, you had something about D&E. No, I'm good. We can move on. No, talk about it. What is it? I went to a toy store and they had toys and I bought some. What, you is, get? what is D&E Collectible? It's in Sharpsburg. It's a vintage toy store. Ken's been there before. It's a very good one. They're of reasonable prices. I, I think I've gotten, since I collect WWE Hasbro figures, they have them there sometimes. And uh, mask stuff they always get into. So. One of the only places around Western Pennsylvania actually gets a mask. They had a nice mask collection there. I saw their post on Instagram, but I think I have it all except for two things. And the one okay. thing looked expensive, and the other thing I couldn't see the price from the picture. So, <laughs> so what all did you get from d and They had the uh, 2002 muscle figures, which are very hard to find. I bought all the ones that they had. Bandai reissued them to coincide with the uh, 
the anime show. Oh, that ultimate muscle? Yeah. Okay. So they're, they're a little smaller, more cartoony, but I bought every one that they had. And then he also had uh, vintage Lego policemen. They were two for five dollars. Okay. And they re-released one in the minifigure blind packs that sells for like seventy-five to a hundred dollars. Oh Jesus! And I was trying to get that one. I'm like, I just got the original one now. Yeah. I got I got four of them because he had so many of them. But it's a very good store. Check it out if you're in the Pittsburgh area. They're very willing to negotiate prices, and you don't even have to ask. They they'll just do it. Mm-hmm. They're good guys. Are very good guys. It's worth checking out. I went to another store a couple weeks ago, and it was the exact opposite of that. Is this like that store that's on, um, it used to be in the, in the south side? It's not like too, well it's, it's too groovy. Like yeah. It, it's not like, is it like too groovy? It is, but they don't, like I feel like too groovy had a lot of other stuff too, like anything from that time frame. Too groovy had a lot of Transformers and like Power Rangers and stuff like that. This one is like that G.I. Joe toys. Yeah, they got a lot of... They don't really focus on a time period. It's just any kind of toy, I think. Even current stuff's in there. They're the only place I've ever seen to have the old He-Man Eternia playset. Mm -hmm. They actually have it all set up. And I was like, oh, wow, that's cool. It's a a nice store. They're cool guys. Very clean, very well organized. Yep. I went to another store a couple weeks ago in Ohio near Canton. It's called uh, Toys Time Forgot. And I think they're just curating a museum because they don't want to sell anything. You walk in and they have carded Masters of the Universe figures for three hundred and seventy-five dollars. Wow! That's Masters crazy. of the Universe for three hundred dollars. Yep. That seems kind of pricey. Yeah. The they even worth that much? I don't think so. The cards are all yellowed and stuff. Go to eBay and see what they sell for. But what well, sounds like a, a toy store is just sat here in Pittsburgh and they, their prices are a little crazy as well. I'm not gonna give them a Yeah, I just wanted to throw those guys out there because I thought because like we even pointed out some of the stuff that was a little overpriced. Yeah. And he's like, oh, in my book here it says, and then he had to call his dad to confirm that the book was accurate and stuff. It what was, book did they? I don't. It was some handwritten thing that their dad had, and he called and checked on him three times while we were in there. It was very bizarre. Uh, <laughs> it was a family business, I guess, and dad was just making sure that his boys were doing it right. Here's some stuff that sold for, and some Massachusetts or stuff that was carded sold for. Skeletor sold for like seven hundred and sixty-six dollars. Oh, really? Maybe they weren't that far off. It just seemed a little ridiculous to me. Fisto sold for two hundred and five. Who pays that much money for Fisto? People that have this much money until like people who just need Fisto. Yeah. Well, like people, like no one that's got a regular job buys decides to collect carded Masters figures. I mean, are, are out of the box Masters figures worth anything? Some of them. They're I bet if they, if they if they're complete, they're probably around the fifty dollar range. I have He Man complete and Battle Cat complete. And I like that one too. So I have a bit of toy news. Uh, the toys that I like to collect, Dragon Stars figures, released a new wave coming in June, which it looks like they're going to keep releasing waves, but they're no longer Build a Figures, which I'm kind of disappointed. Bring back Build a Figure. They're just regular sets, and uh, the way people will buy them. All. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think people are going to buy these because it's figures that they've ne- never made in this size before. That's good. So it's 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 ones people are. And they're all different. They're not like... Uh, like a lot of their early ones were build figures where a lot of the same character over and over again. Uh-huh. Just in different sayings. Where these are like six unique characters that they've never released before. In this like particular line. Like they're not any kind of different iteration of them. 
So the most expensive complete Master Universe figure I can find is probably twenty-five bucks. Okay. It's not bad. Like Thirty. If you can get somebody to pay that much for yeah. it. Yeah. I think the older ones are the ones that are harder to get. Well, Skeletor was fifty bucks. That's Skeletor. Just the past. You have a lot of these guys, don't you? Yeah, but her, I don't think I have a single one of them that's complete. Yeah. Holy crap, Ninjor is $205, loose and complete. I bet See? you he's hard to find. No, he's right here. Oh. Ninjor. Ninjor. In, in general. How about Roboto? Uh, Ninjor for 25 bucks. Okay. Justin, do you have any video game news? Nothing this week. Brock, you had something about Pokemon Go? Pokemon Go has legendaries in the wild now. What's that mean? Um, you know how you can usually only get them from raids? Yeah. The new legendaries you actually encounter in the wild. It's that trio of them, I can't think of their names. Uxi, Nesprit, yeah, and Azelf. Those guys. I think they're region locked right yeah, now. Yeah, they are region locked. But they're only available in the wild. Apparently Asia Pacific is where you can get Uxi. Europe, the Middle East, Africa, India is Mesprit, and the Americas have Azelf. I want that one. I want to go find it. So they're just out in the wild? Yeah. They started today, well, yesterday. Yeah, yesterday, 1 p.m. till May 27th. So you, you've got a good chance of running into them. When are they going to have um, another, like, uh, research thing that you have to, like, do all that stuff? Remember how you got like Moo and and all that? Are they ever gonna do that again? Probably. I think everyone's still stuck on the stupid uh, Meltan one. Yeah. Well, I haven't <laughs> played because I got tired of doing. Did you ever complete Meltan? No. I'm on like five or six or whatever. I'm on the last one, but I have to catch an Aerodactyl. And I, yeah. last time I saw an Aerodactyl was like 2016. Well, you can hatch them out of some eggs. That doesn't count. Doesn't count. You have to catch it. Oh, that's me. Yeah, and, and I mean, I it's saw one. Good. I have one, and I saw it a long time ago, and and that was and that was really it. And whenever they first started the Meltan thing, they had them on raids, so you yeah. could get them that way. But nobody was that far, unless you that you made your career playing Pokemon Go. Which yeah. some people do. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know how some of these things you're supposed to find. But uh, I mean, I already have a bunch of Meltan, so I don't really care. I just want to complete the task. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if whenever Sword and Shield comes out that they don't do some kind of tie-in with that. They should do something. Those are fun. They make the game more interesting. Because I don't even do the uh, bother with the other ones. Yeah, because they don't really introduce... Now that they're getting caught up with introducing stuff, there's not really anything to play for. I think I caught all those guys that are in there. So, I don't know. I haven't gotten that... Did you ever get like that one where it's like a... a, a like an oyster in a shell? Like it's open and has a pearl in the middle? I don't think I got it. I think that was something you had to do, something weird to get. Yeah. I forget what that one's called, though. I don't know. I'm behind on all of that stuff. Yeah, I'm kind of losing interest. I turn it on once when I'm out. That's about it. See what I can find. I don't really worry too much about it. It's kind of boring. Mm -hmm. I need to do something different. Uh, comic book news. Saturday is free comic book Yay. day. You favorite. are working this day, aren't you? Yep. It's my favorite day of the year. You say that sarcastically, right? I did say it sarcastically. Do you hate this day? I don't hate it, but it, it's not enjoyable. Because, let's just say if I owned a comic book store, I would not participate. Is there no gain to it? 
I don't see a gain to it. Did you get people to come out for it? And they buy it. They just come out for the free stuff. They just come out for the free stuff. Does your store do sales anymore? No, them? they used to, but yeah. that would bring people out and, I, and people would actually buy things. But now it's just like, you know, you get the people who are sitting out front whenever you're trying to get in the store to unlock the building. And then they try to come in behind you, even though it's a half hour before the store opens to get their free stuff. What's the big know? books for free comic book day that matter? Honestly, I didn't see any of them. I have a list up here. Does Marvel put out a couple that... Yeah. And usually Marvel or DC will put out one that ties into an event. They usually kick off an event with it, but Marvel's offering this year is... Uh, just had it here. Just a reprint of The Avengers, Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Um, I think that's the only one they did. Um, there's a Bloodshot coming out from Valiant. Mm, and Ninja Turtles, a Pokemon. They all look like reprints. Nothing major for DC? I'm not seeing anything from DC. I thought maybe they would do something with that villain storyline they have coming up, and maybe Marvel would do something with Carnage. There's a Minecraft book. A lot of people have been asking about that one. What's that? Yeah. Kids. Right. Stupid kids. I don't think I'll be. Maybe just Ken can vouch for me on this. It's just not everyone. There was a time where free comic book day was fun. Mm -hmm. It was like a celebration of the industry. Right. But there was your your small percentage of people that just wanted to get as much free shit as possible. I feel like if you don't celebrate everything else and like make it a, a, an event, you're and you only get the people that. Wanted just the free stuff, then it's not enjoyable for anyone involved. Right. So, if you're a company and you don't go all in on it and try to make a day of it and make events and have other things going on, then what's the point of doing it at all? Yeah. Someone out. I agree. So. So yeah, other. It used to be fun, but. I just don't enjoy it anymore. This will be my 13th straight one, so maybe that's why. Maybe <laughs> I, I feel like maybe the vision is lost. Mm -hmm. Which maybe sums up some other stuff. You could make it fun. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we'll have a good time, but... Like you said, there should be sales. There should be stuff that you're there for. It doesn't have to be sales. It just has to be stuff to, to generate a buzz. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Alright, so other news. Uh, Savage Avengers came out yesterday. Oh, I was looking forward to that. Number one. Um, the art is shit. Oh, man. I hate, I hate the art. Um, there's actually images in there, I was showing Ken earlier, where it's just real dark, so they don't even do any facial expressions on Wolverine <laughs> or Conan. It's just like a black... It's like Game of Thrones. Shat, yeah, and been comics, but you can easily draw it. It's just so lazy. It's just like, let's put this issue out, and it's, oh, it's just too dark, you can't see them. You just see Wolverine's, like, white claws and an outline of his head, which I find very lazy. Lazy. But, I mean, the story makes no sense. Apparently it's Conan. Do you remember an, an, an issue where Conan crossed over with the Avengers? I remember him crossing over with Spider-Man before. Apparently there was a book a while ago where he crossed over with the Avengers, and they fought somebody, and then at the end of it, when he got sent back, he never got sent back to his time. He got sent back to the Savage Land current time. So that's what they're doing. Okay. He's fresh off his team up with the Avengers, and he's in the Savage Land. And he right. doesn't really know why. And he's just... Kill There's a bunch of ninjas there. <laughs> he's killing ninjas, and him and Wolverine have a fight for no reason at all. Guarantee so they, it's sold out. 
until they realized oh, there was a there was a lot still there at the store. Okay. I mean, you know, they had a couple special editions of better art. They like, might not make the weekend then. But I'm you know, surprised. Yeah, I mean, the story really didn't make any sense. There's a cult at the Savage Land that's killing people from around the world that have different values to try and raise their gods. So they have to collect like smart people, people with talent, people with music ability, doctors. Uh, superheroes, fighters, boxers, and they cut their heads off and throw them in a big like cauldron and they're trying to raise their god. And like somehow Punisher's gonna get involved. I don't know how Venom's gonna get involved or Electra, but Wolverine and Conan are there fighting it. And then you know they have a they have a half the book is them fighting themselves and then drinking beer together and then <laughs> which they found beer somehow in the Savage Land. I don't know where that was from. Well, yeah, that's silly thing. But it was it was really I don't know. Kazar brews it. It didn't make Kazar me too excited to pick up issue number two, that's for sure. What's Kazar's tiger's name? Zabu. There you go. There you go. We were talking about that earlier, couldn't think of the name. Um Doomsday Clock in the news again. <laughs> um, they announced that they're gonna do a collections edition. Of course it's coming out in October twenty nine and May twenty twenty. So so people can get caught up before the next issue comes out. So basically, I think it's going to be two parts, like six issues in, in volume one and six in volume two. So they can at least do the one for October because those six issues are out. Yeah. But the one for May 2020. <laughs> I mean, you got issue 10, 11, and 12 that still need to come out. And what's the latest on the next issue? It's three months past due. Something like that. Have they made a new release date for it yet? It was like in seven weeks or something. It's, uh, it's out, I think, end of June. And then, I mean, that means that 11 then got pushed back. More because 11 was supposed to be out next week. Yes. Ridiculous. So, I don't know. What a failure. It's just really completely dropping the ball. It is. 11 is now scheduled for August 14th. Wow. Well, when's 10 scheduled for? Um, 10, May 29th, okay. so a few weeks after that one, right. <laughs> if it ever comes out. Alright, so let's wrap this show up with the return of John Moxley, Brock thoughts. I think his little video he put John together, Moxley, by the way, is Dean Ambrose, for those of you that don't know, yes. this was his indie name. I think... The video was very symbolic that he was felt imprisoned and WWE wasn't able to wrestle his style. Mm-hmm. And what's his style? He he's, like, he's a hardcore brawler. Yeah, he's like barbed wire matches, light tube matches, all that kind of stuff. Is for his background. CZW. Was... There's a video somewhere where somebody like cut his arm with a skill saw, like <laughs> in a match. Yeah. Like, he did that kind of insane stuff. Jesus, why do you want to do that when you're married now and older and all that, you know? I don't know. I mean, do you think he was really wrapping barbed wire on his hand in that video? Probably not, but he has done that before. Yeah. But uh, there's a lot of little Easter eggs, if you will, in that video. Like, he's breaking out of prison, first of all. He's chased out of the prison by a big dog. Yep. So he broke down a wall, burned it down. (laughs) Burned it down. Yeah. Broke out of prison. And then there's dice hanging, like the big mural of dice that are set to two and five. Yeah. Uh, Double or nothing's on the 25th. Yeah. And it's set in Vegas. There's a dice theme. There was something that said Viper, too, on the wall. Yeah. I don't know. He, it's very How about people who think this is a WWE that swerve? And then he's coming back as John Mock. I mean, I don't think they would do that. It'd be great if they pulled it off, though. Showed up at SummerSlam as John Moxley attacks everybody. 
comes in the call of personality. <laughs> I think he. I don't think he's going to go to AEW either. I don't think so. I think he's just going to tour the indie scene for a while. He can request any amount of money he wants for one night, no commitment. Yep. Mm-hmm. We need you Saturday the twenty third. Oh, okay. I'll be there. My rate is ten thousand dollars for the night. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then they'll give it to him, and then he does his match, leaves, and never has to go there again. Well, maybe he can show up at an AEW event. They'll just let him come to do one night. Like a one-off? One-off. I mean, why wouldn't you if you were them? Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you want him for, mm-hmm. if you can't do double or nothing, your Jacksonville show, he shows up and attacks your champion. Yeah. Why would you not pay him? And say, you don't have to sign a contract, just show up when you want. But that video, the way it was produced, somebody's backing it. Whether it's WWE that's a lot of money. or, you know. Or, I mean, he, he doesn't seem like a guy that spends money like like CM Punk. He right. He could have just did it himself. Yeah, he's a very, like, simple living kind yeah. of guy. It was very professionally done, though. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you had to hire some people. There's that, extras. There's yeah, there was extras. There was special effects. I mean, Sets. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like, you know, just standing in a dark room talking. Yeah. It was like, this looks like... I thought it looked like a TV show coming to uh-huh. Moxley coming to CW. Yeah. It just said Mox. Yeah, Mox. yeah. Yeah, it didn't really say. Well, his John Twitter's John Moxley. John Moxley, yeah. What's his real name? John something else. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, not sure. It would be funny if he just showed up. As John that, Moxley. And, John, and they just swerved everybody that Dean Ambrose no longer works in the company. But really, it's John Moxley. It feels like. Somebody's back behind this because I don't see him doing this on his own. Yeah. Like, why would he? ROH is impactless. Lucha Underground. It does look like a Lucha Underground bit. It felt very Lucha Underground. <laughs> but they can't even pay the guys they have. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's like something that they have produced before that you watch. It looks just like that. Mm-hmm. I don't Agreed. know. We will see the return of Dean Ambrose coming soon to the theater near you. Did he ever really leave then? Never really leave. Alright, Justin, anything else? I'm good. Alright, can't take us home. Alright, everyone, please like, share, subscribe, invite, tell your friends. Uh, leave us a comment, rate us on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever your favorite uh, podcasting app. Five Porn, stars. Pornhub. Pornhub. Five stars. Um, yeah, so. That's how it is out of five. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll take a four. <laughs> yeah. I'll take a three. Just rate us. <laughs> yeah. Something. Just spend the time. Just pay attention. Pay attention to me. All right. Good night, guys. Later. Later.